And good morning. Welcome to another edition of Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by by the Art Patio Furniture and our folks uh, at Cardinal Corner. Let's talk a little bit about Cardinal Corner before we hear from Jim. Keep those bird baths out, Pamela Lee remind us. Put out white millet to attract those migrating birds. Uh, let's see, keep those bird feeders clean, too. We remind you of that uh, every week. And the birds, they love the seed from Cardinal Corner because it is the freshest. And the ladies will help you choose the right seed, too, to attract the birds you want to attract. Anywhere from one-pound bags to 50-pound bags. They have custom mixes. And if you have yet to subscribe to their monthly newsletter, it's free. Just subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. Lots of great tips and ideas from Cardinal Corner. Speaking of ideas, gift ideas, it's coming up to the season. And those ladies at Cardinal Corner will give you all kinds of gift ideas. It's amazing what you'll find at these stores. Cardinal Corner opens seven days a week. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. They always like to chat with you. 651-455-6556 or as they said online at cardinalcorner.com. You're going to find out by paying Cardinal Corner a visit. It is really more than just a bird seed store. Good morning, Jim Gilbert. It's 715 and 49 degrees officially. 49. Wow, we've got 42 here. Um, and very little wind on the northwest side of Lake Waconia. We're located about 30 miles west of downtown, downtown Minneapolis. You know, Denny, it's just starting to get light out. But, um, and it's kind of hard to tell, but there was a, I saw a long contrail overhead, so I know it's not totally overcast. Uh, there was a moth flying by our outside light, too. That was my wildlife. <laughs> but uh, yesterday, yesterday we had 5,700ths hundredths of an inch of rain in our yard here in Waconia. Uh, sunrise today, 7.38. Sunset, 6.16. So today in the Twin Season area, we have 10 hours, 38 minutes of daylight. And Denny, that's the amount of daylight we had last February 18th. Hmm. So, wow. Okay, we have lost three minutes of daylight since yesterday, 21 minutes since last Sunday, and four hours and 58 minutes. So two minutes off of five hours of our precious daylight has been lost since June 20th, the summer solstice. We still have one hour and 51 minutes of daylight to lose by December 21st, the winter solstice, our winter solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere, and the first day of astronomical winter and the shortest daylight period of the year. The normal high for today is 55, the normal low, 38. Records for today, October 22nd in the Twin Cities, high, this is, a, this is pretty incredible. 25 years ago, we had a high of 81 hmm. in 1992, and our Record low was set 144 years ago. 1873, it was 17 above. The most rain we've ever received on this date is 1.1 inches, and that was way back 1856, 161 years ago. So you see, it's hard to break a record. It really is. Anyway, on this date, 1925, an inch of snow fell on the Twin Cities. We have what we call a waxing crescent moon. It uh, will rise at 10.16 this morning, and this thin crescent moon will set at 8.19 tonight. Our next full moon is November 
forth. You probably noticed any lawns are still nice and green. In fact, people are out mowing. But this week marks the peak of the leaf breaking season. Oh boy, does of, it ever! A lot of, <laughs> lot of leaf rakers. Oh, oh yes. Tamarack trees. Um, these are cone bearing trees with deciduous needles. That means the needles all fall off in, in the in the fall of the year. Right now, they display their beautiful smoky gold foliage. We have a tamarack tree with golden yellow needles um, right now in our backyard, and it's that is the beautiful peak of fall color right now. And this past week, on a trip to Leech Lake, uh, Sandy and I saw many tamaracks at the peak of fall color in bogs near Hackensack and Walker. It's a real special thing you see up north. An Indian summer day brings above normal temperatures and little or no wind. These warm, sunny, hazy days follow autumn's first frost, which many of us ahead have had in southern Minnesota. So when a high-pressure system passes through and we have above-normal temperatures, very little wind, that's considered Indian summer. The origin of Indian summer is as hazy as the brief season to which it refers. Some sources say it was born in New England and referred to the time when Native Americans made their final preparations for winter. They often burn uh, grassy areas in late fall to flush out game for one final hunt before the snow and the cold set in. The burning grasses gave the still autumn air its extra hazy appearance. Now, Indian summer is rare, and that's why people relish it. Golfers, bikers, picnickers, hikers, you know, all are expected to be out in numbers. This past week, Tuesday, October 17th, was an Indian summer day. High temperature was 73, 15 degrees above normal. It was sunny with very little wind. But on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we also had temperatures in the 70s. In fact, 78 on Friday. Um, but we had these strong southeast and south-southeast winds and white caps on lakes. So these days were not officially Indian summer days, even though we enjoyed the warm temperatures. But the winds helped dry soybean fields. And over southern Minnesota and western Wisconsin, farmers were busy combining soybeans this past Tuesday through Friday. On uh, Dave and, and Diana Herring's farm near Waterville, that's between Mankato and Faribault, the soybeans were all combined Tuesday, October 17th. Moisture content was a bit less than 12%, and that's perfect for storage. Diana observed two active painted lady butterflies on Thursday, October 19th. Much of the information on sunrise and set, um, weather history, astronomy, and phenology that I've been talking about this morning is printed in the Freshwater Society's Minnesota Weather Guide Environment Calendars. The 2018 editions of both the wall and engagement calendars are available in many book, gift, and wild bird stores throughout Minnesota, and for that matter, western Wisconsin, including Cardinal Corner in West St. Paul, content in Northfield, Village Bookstore in Grand Rapids, uh, Paragus, a Northwoods company in Ely, and Headwaters Science Center in Bemidji. 
I have many uh, good reports here. Should I do a few, and then we'll talk about by the Yeah, air? let's do that. Sure. Uh, Jim and Jan Hovda from Little Rock Lake, that's right near Rice, not far north of St. Cloud, report that dark-eyed juncos are numerous at their feeding stations. There are still some lingering fall colors, such as reds on sumacs and, and golden yellows on aspens and eastern cottonwoods. This has been the most beautiful autumn fall colors that these this couple can remember in their area. They said beautiful fall season with the colors. The water temperature of Little Rock Lake was 51 degrees yesterday. My brother David reports that the water temperature of Lake Minnetonka this past Friday was 57. Now, the interesting thing is that lakes turn over at a temperature of 50. So there's going to be lakes all over the place in Minnesota, in Wisconsin, for that matter, upper Midwest, turning over this next week. Ray and Marlene Simon, who live near the Cannon River on the edge of Northfield, report that area farmers were busy combining soybeans this past Tuesday through Friday. In fact, they're working into the night on Friday. The first fox bear arrived at their feeding station yesterday afternoon, and there are many dark-eyed juncos and white-throated sparrows. All three of these migrants prefer eating on the ground at feeding stations, and they like cracked corn and millet seeds. Oak trees are peaking um, and displaying bright reds, rich browns, yellows, and oranges. Many leaves have come down in the rain, or came down in the rain yesterday, the rainy day, and uh, they're they're noticing all over the place, just leaves, 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 as everybody in the upper Midwest who had rain and wind in the last few days. During the warm spell, last Tuesday through Friday, Ray and Marlene report that they heard annual cicadas buzzing and snowy tree crickets calling and some painted lady butterflies were on the wing. Their Mexican sunflowers, zinnias, dahlias, and more are still blooming. Wow. All right. I, I have to tell you, Jim, I've, I've received a couple of emails about um, our by-the-yard, um, not the furniture necessarily, but the fire pits. Uh, a lot of folks are interested yeah. in those fire tables from by-the-yard. Uh, fire at the touch of a button, kind of like your grill. And, of course, it's like the furniture, as you know, Jim. You can leave it out year-round, even in the rain and snow. Nothing could be easier. And another thing that we like about that, there's those... You know, when people are turning in for the evening, you don't have to unravel the host to put out the fire. You just turn the dial, that fire is out. I saw the demonstration. I went to their, their headquarters in, in Jordan, along Highway 169. Yeah, the showroom, great. beautiful showroom. Yeah. And you know, I was also thinking about so many people have decks and lanais that they use all winter. Yes. For Why not have a bench out there that well, you can leave out all winter? Anything. And you know, you and I have uh, have all sorts of furniture from Bob by the yard, and we never have to store it. Again, that's no. what first attracted me to it. If you're limited for space, you want this furniture. Not only is it quality, not only is it family-run business, a CCO land company, made out of recycled plastic milk jugs. You can talk about a green company. But you can also cook on these uh, fire tables. Hot dogs, you know, uh, s'mores, yeah. things s'mores. like that. Yeah, yeah. good things. <laughs> but if you want to check it out, uh, we urge you to do that. Like Jim mentioned, that showroom on 169. If you want to get on the web, it's buytheyard.net. But a lot of folks call after Jim's show. It's a recording. Just to leave your address, you'll get that free color catalog. 
I'm sorry, 952 is the area, 492-2777, or if you missed all that, get on the web at buytheyard.net. Yes, get one of those catalogs. Yes, oh, looking at beautiful it. catalogs, yeah, and it's free, so do that. Give, yeah. Well, Jim, we have about two, three minutes to go. Okay, uh, Tom and Lisa Bovers from Faribault report that American robins have been migrating through this past the past few days. They spot a late migrating common nighthawk just before dark on Wednesday the 18th and a late indigo bunting at their bird bath on Tuesday. Tom and Lisa Bovers do much of their observing at Riverbend Nature Center in Faribault. This last, they saw their last migrating monarch butterfly there on Monday the 16th. They saw recurrent bloom on false rue anemone. It's a wildflower uh, this past week there. And Wednesday, a great tree frog was seen on a leaf sunning itself. Thursday, annual an annual cicada was heard buzzing. And Tom noticed his first buck scrape uh, of the fall. And they were on the forest edge there in uh, in the Riverbend Nature Center. Now, a buck white-tailed deer may scrape an area of ground less than a square yard with his hoofs. Um, marking the scrape with urine and scent from glands located in his hind legs. The scrape is assigned to other males that the territory is occupied and to females that an interested buck is nearby. David and Mary Brislance, who live on the ridge above Lake Superior at Lutzen Report, the deciduous forests are mostly bare, but there's still lingering golden yellow leaves on paper birches and red and gold leaves on the northern bush honeysuckles. Migrating American crows are still seeing uh, coming through following Highway 61 down to Duluth beyond that. This past week was special to see so many migrating fox sparrows, white-crowned sparrows, dark-eyed juncos, American tree sparrows, and plus ruby-crowned kinglets in their yard. David observed a snowshoe hare that has begun turning white for winter. The ears are white, and so are the feet, but the rest of the hair is still brown. Painted lady butterflies were still quite numerous on the warmer days this last week in the Lutzen area. Julie Brophy from Victoria observed, a paint, observed painted turtles sunning on a log in Kelser Pond this past Friday, and I've been seeing leopard frogs heading for Lake Waconia the last couple of days. Naturalist Matt Shute from the University of Minnesota Landscape Arboretum and author of the new book, Nature at Your Doorstep, saw a very late migrating monarch butterfly in his yard this past Friday the 20th. And that was the time when the temperature was 78 degrees, 22 degrees above the normal high. He's heard snowy tree crickets calling uh, just in the last couple of days and notes that ginkgo trees in front of the Arboretum's Visitor Center have bright yellow leaves, and those trees are gorgeous. Well, I tell you what, Jim, that puts pretty much the cap on the show today. Yeah, that's all I've got. All right, well, good. That times out perfectly. Well, I hope you come back next week. What do you sure, say? We're, we're off to church, and and uh, go Vikings, and we're going to enjoy this afternoon. Re- we real might fa- even do some raking this week. Well, I think that's necessary for me to. Monarch butterfly seen in White Bear Lake October 18th. The texter just 18th, sent that. White Bear Lake. Thank Very you. Very good. Thank you, Jim. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Jim Gilbert back next Sunday with more Nature Notes here on 830-WCCO. 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.